0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the KPMG podcast series for tax leaders. For today's episode, I spoke to Kirsty Rockall, a partner at KPMG in the UK and Thomas Herr, national leader, innovation for the economic and valuation services practice at KPMG in the US. Kirsty advises businesses on all aspects of the UK transfer pricing legislation, including devising, documenting and implementing transfer pricing strategies. And Thomas leads and supports innovation efforts across KPMG's Transfer Pricing and Valuation service lines. Kirsty and Thomas, thanks for joining us today. As you know, for the KPMG Future of Tax programme, we're exploring the themes of geopolitics, digitalisation and changing business models. Today I thought we could talk about these themes in relation to transfer pricing and the changes you see new technologies are bringing. Perhaps we should start by discussing what tax departments can do to increase the use of technologies to manage their transfer pricing processes.
1: One of the really important things to understand about technology is that its success really depends on the clarity of the underlying processes. We humans are very good at dealing with noise, imprecision and unforeseen events. Computers, not so much. And notwithstanding the promise of AI and similar technologies, we are still far, far away from computers becoming really smart but they are really good at doing fixed processes really fast over and over again. And so what we find is that throwing technology at a problem isn't enough. It has to be coupled with a process review and often a process redesign. For example, a lot of companies struggle with transfer pricing data acquisition and analysis. Typically, that's because the type of data required for transfer pricing isn't really of interest outside of the tax department. Now, there are all sorts of technologies out there that make it easier to pull data out of databases and analyze that data, but oftentimes, the key pieces of information just aren't available in the first place. So right now, we're solving that through manual processes of gathering information through email or, or other types of actions uh, along those lines. So what we really want to do to successfully deploy technology is is think about that that process and think about ways some of those aspects of that process could be automated or some of that data could be gathered in a more proactive manner through some of the existing systems, whether it's ERP systems or the like. So really looking at and understanding the process before we start throwing technology out there has proven to be an important success factor in deploying technology.
0: And Kirsty, how are you seeing tax authorities use technologies to scrutinise transfer pricing?
2: So tax authorities are increasingly using technology to adopt a forensic approach to testing the evidence upon which transfer pricing policies and documentation have been relied Most countries now have mandatory, contemporaneous documentation requirements, which we all understand. But tax authorities are actually questioning the veracity of these reports, and they're seeking to evidence transfer pricing policies through other means. And these means are increasingly digital, and they introduce new requirements and risks upon our clients. So to stay ahead, our clients need our help in technology, documentation and processes, in order to enable them how they actually think about transfer pricing, uh, in particular the compliance aspect of things. So we need to help them reduce the burden of producing transfer pricing documentation and implementing and testing their policies. So what's really so different in today's environment? Well, as I mentioned, there's a lot more focus by tax authorities on the integrity, data and governance of transfer pricing, including references, for example, to things like risk registers, policies and real time communication. There's a greater emphasis, for instance, on businesses obligations and in particular behaviours, which we're seeing a lot of in the UK. We're also moving to a future state where tax-sensitive financial data is extracted directly from a business's core financial systems by tax authorities with minimal manual adjustments.
0: Okay, so what do you think businesses need to be doing in today's new environment?
2: They need to have a well-trodden documentation process that's aligned to local country requirements. They really do need to have readily available and scalable technical specialists. They need to have technology-enabled solutions which will enable them to improve their own user experience, but also enable them to provide control and visibility particularly over financial data movements and access to that data. They really need to understand and obtain insight from that data, as well as driving efficiencies through that data, which gives them back time to actually spend on more value-add activities.
0: So Thomas, what about the US perspective? Yeah, so the, the trends obviously in the US
1: um, are, are very similar. You know, one thing to note is that the IRS over the last number of years, has been starved of their budget. In addition, uh, they have many very experienced uh, IRS agents retiring. And so they've announced publicly that one way they're going to address that, that issue going forward is through the increased use of technology, really to use technology to become more efficient, become better at selecting and identifying their targets for their audits, to avoid you know long and costly audits that really yield a little, as well as be able to better replace and, and maintain the human knowledge factor that is being lost through, through many of these retirements. It's clear that companies are providing more and more information. If we think about the C-by-C report alone, over 7,000 companies uh, providing detailed financial information in a very structured format that previously has not been available. It would be very surprising if the IRS and other tax authorities don't spend a lot of time and money on, on mining that uh, very valuable data. So we'll, we'll have to see how that develops, but clearly clearly the the, the trend will be for more and more investment in in very sophisticated technologies. In
2: fact there was a a rumour over here in the UK that the IRS used to have the motto of um, we have what it takes to take what you have which I think uh, encapsulates what you just said perfectly.
0: You mentioned that businesses need to have readily available and scalable technical specialists. Can you expand on how tax functions should be thinking about developing their people?
2: Developing people is actually a very difficult question and there's two ways that you can approach it and I look at it about driving people towards a very much more of a technology enabled function and they can either trust you so if you think about it you sit in a chauffeur driven car and as head of the tax function they trust you to take them on that journey or alternatively you get a bunch of people that don't really know where they're going they don't know what journey they want to be on and it's like driving cattle So you have to wait until you get a big herd of them together and you have to sort of push them on that journey themselves. So for me, one of those first questions that a tax function needs to do is they need to get rid of that awful sentence, which is, I'm not really a tech person. They need to wipe that out of their tax functions vocabulary. And they need to enable their tax function to have conversations with their finance teams, with the business, and also be able to then work along deep technology specialists, either within house or external providers, to enable them to act as a sort of a catalyst to modernizing their tax function and taking on board all of the points that we've highlighted in our podcast today.
0: And Thomas, would you add anything?
1: One of the nice things about technologies nowadays is that even more advanced technologies are becoming more available for average users, something we call sort of the democratization of technology and programming. So you don't need to have a computer degree, you don't need to know programming to be able to deploy certain robotic process, um, automation technologies, visualization technologies, uh, or advanced data analytics technologies. As long as you have a certain sense of curiosity and willingness to learn, uh, these technologies are open to everyone. And we've had this experience with some of our clients where we went in and implemented, for example, Alteryx or um, Power BI based solutions. And our clients identify people in their tax department to get trained up on the technology. And uh, they, they really get very enthusiastic about them because it's the opportunity for them to learn new skills, uh, for them to do something a little different. And you know, we're seeing a lot of success just in in giving people those types of tools that allow them then to do things that weren't necessarily expected or planned for or thought about Uh, and so you know just finding a way to give your people access to these tools access to some training around that is a great way to get started in many cases
0: What are some of the technologies you're particularly excited about right now?
1: Uh, Two technologies I'm particularly excited about are natural language processing and machine learning. So natural language processing is the ability of computer to read and understand text and text element. And classify text elements. And machine learning is is the capability of, of machines to, or computers to identify rules and patterns and, and draw conclusions out of that. And the reason why I'm excited about that is because as transfer pricing professionals, we spend a lot of time reading documents and uh, we spend a lot of time, you know, pouring through text. And sometimes that can be quite boring. For example, when we're reviewing comparable. Data or comparable information when we're reviewing agreements, uh, when we when we're putting together analyses around various you know text based uh, do- documents. So it's a, it's an important and necessary part of our work, work but it can be quite tedious, as, especially if you're reviewing you know dozens or even hundreds uh, of of different documents of uh, similar nature. So so this type of technology can really sort of help us automate the, the quote unquote boring part, and uh, you know we're going to see that technology diffuse more and more into tools that are readily accessible for everyday users it's still there's still a lot of the, the deployment of, of that type of technology re- requires a lot of expert help but as with uh, many other technologies as well we will see those being used uh, more and more broadly and being accessible and easily deployed by tax departments uh, more and more broadly so i think we we will start seeing Um, Tools that will enable tax departments, for example, to quickly scan all their intercompany agreements to identify gaps or or areas uh, where there's information missing, for example. At KPMG, we started to deploy these technologies. You know, we, we are just releasing an upgrade to our internal benchmarking tool that will use these technologies to help us improve and, and expand our, our capabilities to do comparable searches by scanning business description text and classifying uh, companies by their business description and other relevant information to help us make sure that we deliver the best results for our, our clients that we can.
0: Kirsty, for you, how is technology changing the approach to transfer pricing documentation?
2: Let's start with actually what we mean by documentation, because actually that word documentation can mean lots of different things to different people. Documentation to a transfer pricing professional might mean from the start of designing the policy and the process gathering the information, then writing it up into potentially master file or local file reports, which meets compliance requirements in various jurisdictions through to the implementation of that documentation and of that policy. The automation of documentation really actually focuses on that compliance part. So on the information gathering and of the annual generation of the master file and of those local file reports. And that is extremely automated at the moment. But what we must, must not forget is don't focus on the technology that automates that process to the detriment of actually understanding what those transfer pricing policies are, whether those transfer pricing policies are still fit for purpose, given this really fast changing environment that we're in, and that we still need us as humans to analyze and understand what our business is and what those finance processes actually are. Technology can't do everything, not yet anyway.
0: Kirsty and Thomas, thanks for joining me today. It's been fascinating talking with you and to get a better understanding and a bit more insight into how new technologies are shaping the lives of tax professionals. Thanks for having me.
2: Likewise, thank you very much.
0: Join us again next time, and please email us with any questions you have relating to any of our podcasts or with suggestions for future topics. You can reach us at tax at kpmg.com. Thanks for listening.